In tonight's show, it's all about celebrating Māori achievements in the arts. Viranoa Hitet, who we've just heard, is an example really of being shaped by her surroundings and whānau to inevitably take on a career in the arts, in Viranoa's case, raranga, or weaving. For contemporary artist Darcy Nicholas, who has whakapapa links to Taranaki and Tauranga Moana, perhaps he knew from a very young age that he wanted to be an artist. He sold his first painting when he was nine for 30 shillings. As a painter and sculptor, his work is exhibited in public and private collections, both here and abroad. Last year, Darcy left his role as director of Pataka Museum in Porirua to concentrate once again on his work and writing. Last Saturday evening, Darcy received the Supreme Award, Te Tohu Aroha Mō Tiarakinui Dame Tiatairangi Kahu, at the annual Te Wakatoi Awards, in recognition of his achievements. An upcoming Tiahika will profile other recipients of the evening. We begin here with Darcy's acceptance speech. Once again, I find myself in company that is far greater than myself. And it's something that uh, continues to drive me on and a promise that I had made many years ago. My mother was Te Atiawa and a very embracing, giving woman who loved her people. My father was Tauranga Moana, Piridako, and Ngati Haua. He was a strong man, and Piridako were the ones who never surrendered. They retreated into the forest and remained there, and Ngati Haua remains today. We were never allowed to talk about our Ngati Haua connections uh, because we were brought up in Te Atiawa and because of the battles between Waikato and Taranaki. But after my mother passed away, I realised we could not reject my father's side, so I've reclaimed that, the same as the rest of my family, and with my great-grandmother, Make. I'm totally humbled by the company I've seen here tonight, because I've only ever been to these, one, of, one of these Te Wakatoi Awards, uh, and I've done a lot of things, and I hope that I have inherited both my mother's strength as a giving person and my father's strength as a man who never surrendered. And in the 60s and 70s, when we started out as artists and Rowley and Fred and Rawiri were all there and Selwynburu and Cliff and all the others, we had nowhere to show our art <clears throat> because we had to belong to a society. And it was important that we as young country boys who were trying to find places, had to create our own walker. So in 1973, a number of the artists got together and they formed the Maori Artists and Writers Group. They called it a society and that eventually evolved. And then in 1980, we had uh, Maori Art of the 1980s at Pipitea Marae. And at that stage, I was pulled into management and I tied in with my very good friend, uh, Buck Nin. And Buck and I decided that we'd better try and do something with our fellow artists and try and get something going. So we schemed and, and we got to know their wives very well. So Norma, I agree, uh, Fred really, really needed you 
and the same with Heather Whiting and, and Rangi, who's Arnold Wilson's wife. And whenever we wanted things done, we actually ran, rang the wives and asked them because I discovered a long time ago that you judge a nation on the strength of its woman. And the woman will tell you how strong that culture is. And when you look at Maori culture, it's one hell of an interesting culture and quite a brilliant culture. And I'm totally dedicated to it with a great sense of humour and a great aroha for our Maori people. As I branched out on the national and international stage, I met up with my Native American friends, my First Nation friends and my African American friends. And we became very close and I took an interest in their families and their children and their grandchildren. And that drove me to Africa. And I recall being totally outnumbered out, uh, in Africa when we walked onto this African village and I had these Africans with me and uh, the uh, Minister of Arts from Mozambique said he'd go forward and <clears throat> accept the challenge from the Africans and as he did uh, the little girls came dancing forward <clears throat> and then a second African went out and they sent the young boys dancing forward towards him and then they demanded that the men, the men they say came from the cannibals, we want to see him and so I sort of <clears throat> not quite intimidated I called on my father's strength and held myself up straight and I walked towards the Africans and these warriors jumped over the top of the children and the young men and they started dancing around me and throwing dust up and it was their way of embracing me with love of course their, 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 their mother of the, of the earth and it set up a very powerful friendship between us and the Africans because I then found that artists like Pablo Picasso, the Spanish artists and many other great artists were influenced by African art and I also found they were influenced by Maori art and I started really and truly understanding the power of who we are as a people and it's important that we retain that power and that we go forward and, and uh, Fatumuana, this is why I say we need to bind together as a people at some stage rather than just in tribes and at one stage my very good friend Derek Lardelli we were at a gathering of Indians up in Te Arawa and Derek demanded that we all come out and stand there in our walkers. And as he called everyone out into a walker, I refused to move. I stayed sitting there all by myself, and he turned around and screamed out in his usual theatrical way. <laughs> who is this man who dares stand there without a walker? And I said, it is me, Derek Lardelli. And he said, what is your walker? And I said, my walker is Te Akaroa Maui. <clears throat> We have been here from the beginning of time. And when I had to give a talk uh, at uh, Willamette University on time and space, and I devised it um, about half an hour before I gave the talk to all the professors, and uh, I told them really that time was really just a colonial system of measuring something that had no meaning whatsoever to me. <clears throat> so someone from the audience then said to me, so what age are you? I did quick mathematics, I said, I am 720 moons. <laughs> and they were really impressed with it. <laughs> so, so it was getting people to think in a lateral sort of a way. So uh, I realised a lot of my last 40 years has been decolonising our culture and, and forgetting about gods and heaven and earth and hell and talking about the wind and the rain and the sun and the moon and our relationship to that. Because many years ago... 
I was with Bill Parker, and I said to Bill, Bill, what is the essence of being Maori? And he said, the language. And I said, so if you have a stroke and you can't speak Maori anymore, then you're no longer a Maori. And he looked all confused at me. And I used to say that Bill was like another father to me. And uh, I looked at uh, him, and uh, he said, oh, I hadn't thought about it. It's the weddle. And I said, no, no, it's the one thing that you take away and we're no longer Maori. And we talked about Tanga, and we talked about understanding our relationships to the sun and the moon and the stars and the land and the trees and the rivers and all the living things around us. It was very important. And that's what I tried to capture in my art. I've led a very fortunate life with a Fulbright one and then um, in the Arts Council. I spent time there and also um, in the Iwi Transition Agency. And I must say that... Um, some of my very good uh, people, friends who have passed on since then, uh, like Frank Davis, and I've got one out there, and um, John Tahupadai have gone on now. Uh, and then I've had these other um, great mentors when I was in the seat of management, and Neville Baker, who's out here, and also Kara Puketapu uh, and Colin Knox were all great people who helped me along the way. And I've led a, a bit of a... A, um, a fortunate life. It's been it's been tough. Uh, I've had to stand up to our own people. I've had to move laterally. I've had to question, but always at the end of it all uh, was a love of our Maori people, and that's the way I have been. I'm deeply honoured to um, receive this award, and I must say, just a last future projection. Our leaders have changed. Our style of leadership is really quite different now. Uh, we have to have people who not only have a love of the people, but they must be sophisticated and they must understand what is happening in the rest of the world. And it's been interesting when I've spoken to politicians, I've taken great joy in saying to them, so what is politics about? And they say, well, it's following the party line, and I disagree. I say no, because years ago my very good friend Patrick McCaskill called me a political animal, and I never understood what it was until much later, and politics is all about positioning yourself to win. That's all it is. You position yourself to win. And as Maori people, that's what we have to do all the time. We have to position ourselves to win because we now have to build a future for our children, our grandchildren, and future generations to come. And we must take that kete, that is who we are as a Maori, and we must take that briefcase, we must fill that with other information, and we walk side by side. Noreida, tiwi tangata, tiwi yotemotu, tena koto, tena koto, tena tatakato. Kia ora, tene te mihi kia koe e Darcy Nicholas, no te atiawa me tauranga moana.